0: Welcome to Living Inside Out Today with host Joy Ross. Joy and her guests will help you learn how to think inside out so you can begin experiencing the God given birthrights of joy, fulfillment, and freedom. Learn micro steps you can take today for macro results. It's time to dissect your everyday way of thinking. Now, here is your host, Joy Ross.
1: Good day, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you are in the world and when you're listening to the show. Hey, you guys, welcome to Living Inside Out today. I'm your host, Joy Ross, and hey, first time listeners. Is that you? Are you tuning in for the first time today? If you are, welcome. I'm so glad that you tuned in. You are in for a treat today. It's no coincidence that you're here. And I want to know, where are you listening from? If you're a first-time listener, send me a note at livinginsideouttoday at gmail.com. Let me know today was your first time and where you're listening from. And all you frequent listeners, friends, and family of Living Inside Out today, thank you guys so much for tuning in week after week and welcome back. It brings me such joy and such pleasure to do this show. I love spending time with you guys, I love your feedback on the show. And here's what I know, which I've been saying week after week now. Whether we've personally met or not, one thing that connects us, I believe, is that if you listen to this show, you're committed to your own personal development and growth. You're committed to showing up every day and doing the best you can to be the best version of you. And I share that commitment, you guys. I want to ask you right now, what are you thinking? What are you believing today about you And if it's anything other than how loved you are, how talented you are, how capable you are, how special and unique you are, I've got a newsflash. Anything other than those types of thoughts are just simply not true about you. And here's the thing, you guys, how we see ourselves, it really matters. So here's what the truth is about you. You were wonderfully and carefully made. God had his eye on you. He had special plans and a purpose for your life all mapped out before you were even born. So somebody needed that reminder. If that's you, hey, take that and run with it. I created this show, actually, speaking of you guys, I created this show specifically with you in mind and as a result of my own personal transformation journey. It's my deep desire to spread love, encouragement, and positivity and to have conversations on this show and to share stories of personal transformation from the inside out. That's important to me, you guys, because my life has been transformed from the inside out, and I'm on a mission to spread love, to spread joy, and to share everything about my journey, everything that I've learned, all the tips that I've applied to my life, the steps that I've taken, so that you guys can benefit from that. So today, as we move forward in the show, our goal is to share tips and tools that you can begin to use today to help you in your journey to live a life that's full of joy, fulfillment, freedom, and abundance. So if you haven't already, this is a good time for you to grab a pen and some paper or maybe open up the notes section on your phone so that you can jot down those things that appeal to you, those things that encourage you, those things that perhaps will give you an aha moment. Here's what I've come to know for sure. We are all on a journey in life. We're all on different journeys because we're all unique, right? So while we're on a journey. My particular highway that I'm traveling on may not be the same as you, however, with all of our journeys, there are opportunities every day to learn and grow. And in fact, my personal transformation journey is part of the reason that I'm doing this show. My journey has included many achievements and highs and a lot of lows, you guys, a lot of valleys. And some dark, scary moments, including a cancer diagnosis some years back that, thank God, I was healed from. But my journey and the things that I've learned along the way have changed me forever. And now that I'm on the other side of many dark moments, many valleys, and some challenging situations, I really do feel called and I'm passionate about bringing what I've learned And what I've received a deep revelation on to help encourage and inspire other people. So I firmly believe that love is the most powerful force in the universe. That's why you'll often hear me saying, you guys, I want you to know, no matter how you're feeling, no matter what it looks like, you are loved and you're not alone. Maybe that's for you right now. If you're listening and you feel like you've been going through the motions and checking off the boxes and trying to do all the things, but you're feeling like something is missing. Maybe you're feeling a little discouraged. I want you to know right now, you are not alone. And in fact, for many years of my life, that was sort of me. You guys, I was living my life going through the motions, following society's blueprint for success. You guys know what I mean, right? You know, all of those things that society tells us that if we do these things, follow these steps, that that will lead to a successful, happy life. You know, get the education, get the job at pays a certain amount of money, work our way up the corporate ladder, perhaps even start our own business, find and marry the right person, you know, all the things. Well, here's what I found. Here's what I received a deep revelation on. It's that no amount of money, there's no amount of education, there's no amount of titles or business success, no amount of material possessions, you guys, that can bring us true joy. True fulfillment, true happiness, don't get me wrong. All of those things are are nice, right? And all of those things are completely attainable if we put our minds to it. But contrary to what society tells us, reaching outside of ourselves to bring those things into our lives or to achieve certain goals or milestones will never Provide what our souls crave, the things that we truly desire, fulfillment, happiness, peace, joy, those things only come from the inside, from being rooted and grounded internally. What do I mean by that? Hmm. And why do I say this week after week? Because this is mm-hmm. the key to joy, fulfillment, and happiness. And sometimes we need to be reminded of these truths over and over. You see, it's our thoughts, our beliefs, our mindsets, our faith, our sense of identity and self-worth. These are the things that determine to what extent we experience joy, freedom, and happiness. So... You guys, that tendency that we often have to reach outside of ourselves and acquire things and achieve things, attain things in order to fill an internal need, we can do all of that activity. We can take all those steps, but our internal needs will remain unfulfilled until we begin to stop looking horizontally. What do I mean by that? And this was my story. It wasn't until I stopped looking horizontally, looking out at people, looking out at circumstances around me, and I began instead to look vertically. What do I mean by that? Vertically, within myself, deeply within myself, and upwardly to God. It wasn't until I began to do that that my life began to change. That was the turning point for me and that also was the point for me when I transitioned completely out of religion. I'm doing air quotes around the word religion because up until this point for me, religion really was just all about rules and do's and don'ts and taking all the steps, doing all the actions and I moved totally out of that and into relationship, deep, personal, intimate relationship with God and Jesus. And you guys, for me, that's where the words of the Bible began to take root and spring up inside of me, and it changed me forever. My personal journey from bondage to freedom, from lack to abundance, from anxiety to inner peace, from disappointment to fulfillment and joy... I have documented and I share in books that I've written, not because I want to put my life out there, not because I want accolades and attention, but I've written these books because I was inspired to write them because I really believe that when we go through valleys, when we go through challenges and dark places and spaces and we make it through to the other side, our triumphs and victories aren't just for us. It's also so that other people can benefit from what we've gone through and what we've learned. So if right now you're hearing my voice and you're struggling and cycling in and out of patterns of behavior, perhaps cycling in and out of relationships that aren't healthy and you've tried to break free, perhaps you're struggling with some type of addiction. If that's you right now, I believe that there's something in my book, How to Break the Cycle of Temptation, Addiction, and Guilt from the Inside Out, that will help you. And if right now, as you're listening to the show, you're struggling in relationships, maybe with heartbreak, disappointment, uh, maybe you're feeling like, you know, why is it that I always seem to have trust issues in my relationships with people? If that's you right now, I want to encourage you to pick up a copy of my book, The Truth About Trust, The Secret <clears throat> The secret to Thriving in Any Relationship, because there is something in there, I believe, that can help you. So you can check out either of those books on Amazon. Just search my name is the easiest way, Joy Ross, Joy with an I, or go to my website, joyross.com. There's some free resources on my website as well that you can download. So as we move forward in today's show, enough about me, let's get into the show and what we've got cooking up for you guys today. I've got a guest on the show who has also experienced personal transformation. And our hope, Our desire is that everything that's shared today with respect to her story and everything that she's learned, including challenges and struggles that she's overcome, will encourage you. We want you to know, you guys, that you're not alone, that you matter, that you're created for a purpose, and that no matter what circumstances you're facing right now, if transformation happened for me, And if it could happen for my guests on this show, it can and it will happen for you too and for you frequent listeners. You guys hear me say that every week. And you know why? It's because it's true. There is nothing special about me or any of the guests that I bring on this show Maybe one thing is that we simply have followed certain steps. When we've received revelation and download, we really make an effort to move forward and keep moving forward. But you can do that too. So, and that's how transformation happens, right? It's one step at a time, day by day. So, you guys, last week... I kicked off this new series that we're doing, and we're continuing that this week. If you have not heard last week's show, I highly encourage you to go back and check that out, either on the podcast, if that's how you're listening, or if you're on the Voice America uh, network online, just click to review past episodes. Check out last week's show. I'm really excited about this series. I've been thinking a lot lately about identity And the importance of knowing who we are and why we're here. And I don't mean that it's important to know that, you know, in terms of, oh, this is just one other thing that we should do. But it's important for us to really know our true identity because, you guys, that's where we begin to find and tap into the freedom that we all want that's where we'll find this flow and power that really comes as a result of knowing, owning and embracing our unique identities and letting that guide our decisions. So while I was thinking about all of that, I received a download about doing a series on Christian business owners and having them talk about their stories and specifically focus on their relationship with God and how that influences their business life. And I'll be totally honest and transparent here. I was initially very skeptical about doing this show because for years I tried to keep my spiritual life separate from my business life. Until recently when it became crystal clear to me That bringing my whole self to whatever I'm doing also means bringing all of me to the table. That means bringing my mind, bringing the spiritual side of me, bringing my talents and my soul, everything to the table. And there's really no such thing as leaving part of me behind or hiding part of me, or like checking my spiritual self when I'm going into a business setting, right? So that can be scary at times because so much of the society that we live in is based on fitting in and conforming to whatever will get the most likes, the most followers, or whatever. But you guys, I'm going to tell you and share, I am showing up these days, embracing all of who I am and I know for certain that the spiritual transformation that I've gone through and my revelation of the truth of who God is and how much he loves me, how much he loves all of us, that's the core of my identity and so with all of that said, I haven't really done a series on this show where I intentionally ask people, hey, open up. And share with us about your relationship with God and what that means and how does that show up as you navigate in your life as a CEO or a coach or a trainer or whatever you're doing in the world. So here we are today. This is my moment of truth to be true to my identity and purpose. And it's a moment of truth for my guests, you guys. Because, again, this is not conversation that we often hear Um So I said yes to doing this series. And here's what I know for sure. Even if it's just one listener out there right now, somebody needs to know that it's okay to bring your whole self to the table, wherever you're showing up in the world. And not only that, not only is it okay, but that's the sweet spot. That's where you're going to find true joy, fulfillment, peace, happiness, abundance, and all the things. So this series is for you, the person who's been struggling and trying to perhaps compartmentalize your life, perhaps trying to keep your business and personal life separate, or keep your friend group separate. Because in your mind, there's this conversation that says, hey, not everybody needs to see the real me. If that's you, this series is for you. So are you ready to dive in today? I know that you are. I'm going to give you guys one uh, more opportunity to go ahead and grab a pen and some paper because on the other side of this break, I'm bringing on my guest. We're going to get into some deep diving over here. And uh, I know that it's going to be a blessing to you guys. So go ahead and grab pen and paper. Stay with us. And we'll be right back on the other side of this short break.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are wondering why you can't seem to attain that feeling of joy, fulfillment, and freedom in your life, Then you need to listen to Living Inside Out today. Your host, Joy Ross, will help guide you away from the outside-in way of thinking you've been taught to live. Joy and her expert guests will dispel myths and expose the beliefs that subconsciously hold us hostage, preventing us from experiencing true joy, fulfillment, abundance, and freedom. Living Inside Out today, Thursdays at 9 a.m. on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Connect with us, and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Living Inside Out Today with Joy Ross. Have a question for Joy or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show.
1: Here again is Joy Ross. All right, all right, all right, you guys, welcome back. Did you grab your pen and paper during the break? I sure hope you did, because we're about to get into it today. So my guest is no stranger to the show. My guest today is the lovely Miss Rashawn Renee, who is best-selling author founder of Real Truth International, and creator of the program, Step Into the Grander of You, which focuses on a three-step process to free us from conditioning that erodes happiness, peace of mind, self-worth, and critical thinking. Again, Rashawn is no stranger to the show. This is her third time, actually, on the show. And you guys, you know what they say, Third time is the charm, right? This is going to be fabulous. Rashawn. I'm so glad to have you sitting in the love seat today. Welcome back to the show.
2: Thank you, Joy. I am so happy to be here. Inside of me, I feel like Woo-hoo! the third time is the charm, yes.
1: I love it. So Rashawn, you know where we're going today. I'm going to ask you some questions, you know, Um, and let's just be totally transparent today because I know there's somebody out there who's thirsty for this, who really needs this. So this is an opportunity for us to talk about some things that we usually don't talk about in the boardroom or in client meetings or staff meetings. Let's talk about God today. Wait, is it okay to talk yes, about God? Yes,
2: yes, it is. Absolutely, it's okay to talk about God. One hundred percent.
1: All right. So, Rashawn, I am just going to ask you this general question, and what prompted me with this question was this passage in the Bible where Jesus was talking to his disciples, and he was asking them. Like, who do people say that I am? What are the people saying about me? And they were giving him responses. Like Peter was saying, oh, you know, some people say that you're a teacher. Some people say that you're the Messiah. Some people say this. Some people say that. And then Jesus paused and then asked him, okay, but who do you say that I am? Right? So I'm going to ask you, Rashawn, who is... God, who is Jesus to you?
2: Oh, my goodness. What a beautiful question to be asked. And as you were asking the question, I could feel myself almost holding my breath, holding my breath from the perspective of how long do we have, right? How long do we have to have this conversation? Because My life is God is everything. And what everything means is I am so aware that God is the creator of me, that before my mother and father, there was God, that as my blood pulses through my body, that's God. As I'm speaking to you right now, I have no idea of all the necessary mechanisms that need to occur for you to hear me speak in all of your audience. That's God. So what I'm clearly communicating is that every aspect of me is God. My eyes, as I see, give from God. That is God. I have I'm going to pick up my latte as I smell it the sense that I'm able to smell and go oh my goodness that smells so delicious that's God
1: Mm.
2: there is never a spot anywhere that God is not in me as me God so God is my everything
1: Mm. Wow. You just broke that down. You said creator. And what I heard as you were talking is you have keen awareness that everything happening within you, everything that you're able to do, see, smell, move, think, you're aware that all of that is a direct result of without God none of that would be possible, right? Rashawn, when... You don't just wake up one day and have that type of deep understanding and appreciation, right? So I want to ask, like, when did you become... How did you develop... I'm trying to form the question... Uh, Because it's not in my notes, but I'm moved to ask, like, where does that come from? Where, what was that? Like, when did you come to know God like this? What was that process like for you?
2: That's the, that's the word. It's a process. It is not, oh, I've always been this way. Absolutely not. What I've always been is curious. Sometimes I've been confused. Sometime I've lived in my conditioning, mm. what people were telling me, what religion was telling me. And sometime I lived my environment. But no matter how I was living, I was aware of God. Just aware. I believed in something called God, not a relationship. I believed in something called God. And I believe that something that I would pray to would help me out of a situation, right? Well, over time, because religion, I could go into a temple. I can go into a synagogue. I can go into a church. I could go into a tent. So it didn't matter who I was praying with. I could feel something different in those controlled environments. Hmm. So that's part of the curiosity. How can I cross-sec all that? And so what I always ask for from I don't even know how long is show me God. Mm. So when I I went to a private school growing up and that private school had some very ritualistic things to do and I would do those things and then I would say, why do I have to do that? How come I just can't talk to God? Mm. And over time I start realizing, wow, I can get information from a lot of people, but why wouldn't I go to that which created me? So I start thinking about who created me,
1: Hmm.
2: and who created me wasn't my mother, wasn't my father. They were just the vessels in which I've come through. They contributed. So I start developing and having conversation with that which created me. And over time, having those conversations really took me to a place of, wow, this is the life I get to live? Because now I'm aware of who created me. So I don't have to be involved in religiosity. I don't have to be involved in whatever other people's conditioned thinking is. I don't have to be involved in anything except this that created me Mm. is so magnificent that my heart beats while I'm sleeping and I don't have anything to do with that. I can see and I don't have anything to do with that. I can walk and I don't have anything to do with that. I was a sperm and an egg came together, infused, and over time I evolved physically. I had nothing to do with that. So if that could create me in that type of majesty and miracle, that's what I have to be. That's what has to be in me. And that's why now And every day, my prayer is, and I live by, I'm living in love, I'm walking in love, I'm talking in love, I'm sharing love, and if something goes awry, that doesn't mean I don't get upset, but it means that those moments of upset are nanoseconds. It means that those moments where I feel fear I can talk myself out the fear mountain, and go. Um, excuse me, young lady. Why are you fearful at this moment? You are a creation of God, and I'll just look at my hands and go. These hands wrote a best-selling book. A few of them, internationally. You had nothing to do with that. So why are you in fear? And then I will say, Oh, because the physical me and the conditioned me is trying to go counter Mm. to the creation of me. Oh, so, okay. So I'm going to just go through the process of my fear here. And I will be in fear and keep moving forward and be in fear and keep moving forward and having butterflies in my belly and keep moving forward. And then the butterflies dissipate. And then I watch a miracle happen all the time. Not some of the time all the time so that's how I've done it I've cultivated a relationship I am the culture the word culture comes from kotor, which means to grow or to cultivate mm-hmm. I live in the culture of God I am always growing God is cultivating me
1: oh all right, uh, Sean, <laughs> you just dropped. I'm like, I'm just sitting with that for a moment myself, right? Because that painted, for me, a beautiful picture of a life. This is a lifestyle. This is, this is and I love how you broke that down, how sometimes you've been curious You've been confused. You've been living in conditioning. All of that was a part of your journey. And so I just wanted to repeat that back because for listeners, you guys, the things that we're deep diving in today, I want you to know this is what is possible, where Rashawn is now in her certainty about that there is a God and really relying on him every moment. You don't wake up like that. But it comes from cultivating a relationship. I love how you said you had gone through, through a school, like a religious school or whatever, and it just dawned on you, like, wait a minute. Why not go to the one who created me and develop a relationship with him directly? And when you asked, like, Lord, show me you. God, show me who you are. That's so simple and yet it's so profound. And it's one of those tips, you guys. It's one of those powerful, small action steps that really can be a turning point because that's key, right? You had a desire. You had a desire to know more. I love all of that. I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to ask you. Talk to us a little bit, because I know that you're a CEO, right? And doing big things in the world, uh, business-wise. How does your relationship with God influence your work and how you navigate as a CEO?
2: It informs all my decisions. It informs everything I do. And now more than ever, because it's this is the season of more than ever. And the way each person who's listening, please make the self honoring choice for you to be more of you, more of yourself. And the way that you are more of yourself is by building a relationship with that which created you. So. Uh, okay, I don't want to digress because I was going to say something else. So, but to answer your question specifically, so when I'm in, oh, I can tell a real story that just happened the other day. <laughs> it just happened the other day. Um, there was a big Bruja with one of our clients, and they were going to let a many people. Go. They were going to be terminated. Well, I'm not going to say if their acts were, we live in an at-will state because we're in California, so I'm not going to say if their actions were, you know, necessary for firing or not. What I do know, though, is every person has the opportunity to develop. And we as CEOs and we, as people who know God, need to give them the opportunity to develop and grow Mm. and be their light and support them in their personal, I will use the word salvation, but what I'm really saying is their revelation of themselves so they can see themselves as something different than what they've been told they are, or how they show up in their workplace, or whatever that is. Mm. So for me, it wasn't about firing them. It was about peeling back the layers to understand why that behavior was occurring and then communicate with them and give them a pathway to get out of those things. So that is a decision based upon how I live my life, based upon God created all of us. So in essence, you are my sibling. In essence, we are in partnership in life. So I'm gonna respond to you in that way Because
1: I choose to. That's beautiful. Um, That right there is the golden rule, right? Like really living from the inside out, knowing that you are loved, being grounded in love, and then making a choice to treat other people with love and kindness, even in the workplace, right? I love that, Rashawn. You guys, we're going to take a short break right now. But stay with us because on the other side of the break, we're going to go a little deeper into what is what what does it actually mean? What does it actually look like in a in a practical way to walk in truth and to walk in light? We're going to get into that and some other things. Uh, Don't go anywhere. We will be right back.
0: Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Living Inside Out Today with Joy Ross. Have a question for Joy or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. Here again is Joy Ross.
1: Hey, hey, welcome back from break, you guys. I'm going to get right into my next question. So, Rashawn, let's talk about um, what are some of the major challenges that you've had to navigate in terms of merging your spiritual self and your business mind? What I mean by that is sometimes there is that part of us that, wants to um, seek God's guidance and do all of the things that you were talking about, right? Be consciously aware and, okay, let me be true to my real identity and all of that at the same time. Sometimes there's that part of us, especially when it comes to work, right? Like when you're in the CEO seat, when you're dealing with clients and doing your business in the world, sometimes there's that, that part that's more like alpha, that alpha female, right? That wants to sit in the driver's seat and take control. Um, And sometimes she's not always in alignment with the spiritual self, right? How do you navigate that? And what have you learned um, in your efforts to navigate that?
2: Beautiful question. And when I say beautiful, I mean, just right on. And when you do as I am going to suggest you I have found from my experience, because I'm only an expert from my experiences and then what I share with my clients and watch it work in their life. So the navigation has now become simple. It wasn't before, but now it is simple. And that simplicity is I'm never in control any longer. So I don't have to be what's termed as an alpha female. I just show up as the creation of God. That's how I show up everywhere. I show up as the creation of God. Yes, I'm a CEO. Yes, I'm navigating these organizations, CEOs and other companies. And I am the creation of God. So when I'm speaking to them, I recognize the words that I'm saying to them. If I wanted to put joy in their life, It is the joy of God that I am putting in their life from God. It is through me. It is from God. So when I'm hearing, like yesterday, I was with a a CEO and I was sharing some things with him. And he, he says, I could never do this without you. I could never. I don't even know how to think that way. And I said, well, you probably do know how to think that way. But here's the beauty of it that which created us saw it fit that we would meet because I know how to communicate that way. So I can tell you. So for all the people that you govern, now you can tell them you see how that works. And he goes, well, now I do. Cause you've just told me. So the beauty in your question is we don't have to show up in any of these titles. We don't show have to show up as a CEO as an alpha, as um, a strategist, as organizational. We don't have to show lovely titles like them, right? But we don't have to show up as any of that. The only thing we have to show from my perspective, the way I'm choosing to live. And for those that I have given this information to, and now they're taking that on and they're finding a different sense of peace in their life. The only way we have to show up is as creations of God and realize God is not here. So we are. So how we live should be a reflection of what we believe God is. So I believe that God is love, joy, peace, happiness, harmony, prosperity, wonderful relationships, holy communion, meaning that there is a community of people that want to be whole, that are living to always do their best. Yes, mistakes happen and we use those mistakes for growth, not for punitive. So, that's how I think God shows up. So, if I'm a creation of God, then that's how I'm choosing to show up.
1: Wow, that's beautiful. I love how you how you said this is how you're living now, right? So, like for you now, this is very simple and it's very clear and it's very matter of fact. Like, of course, this is how I show up in the world. So, for somebody who's listening, who wants that, like they're moving, they're on the journey, maybe 10 steps behind, right? Cause maybe they just are starting in this journey. Can you maybe drop a couple of steps um, that got you to where you are now, where it's just automatic?
2: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And automatic means that it is a consistent practice And sometimes it does happen just like this where there's no thought. Like, I'm not thinking about breathing. I'm doing it. Sometimes my action, most of the times now my actions are, I'm just breathing. But when they're not, and I have to think about it, Mm -hmm. then that's when I pause. So what I want to say to the listeners, if your life, as Joy said in the very beginning, if your life isn't, exactly where you want it to be. And there's somebody that's listening where your life isn't exactly where you want to be. Then you have to make the decision to take the responsibility for your life. That's what I had to do. I had to say, I'm taking responsibility for this life. Whatever I don't like, like, I'm taking responsibility. Whatever pain I have felt that I think someone else has caused me, I'm taking responsibility for that. And I'm going to ask myself, What did I learn from each of those things? Not, did it hurt me so much? Not, oh, they're so bad and what can I do? But What did I learn from that? So I make the recommendation to the listeners, ask yourself, what did you learn from anything that's happened in your life that has you feeling anything other than wonderful? Mm. And really write that down. Care for yourself enough to take the time to write that down so you get to know yourself. And then as you get to know yourself, you will start seeing patterns when you write those things down. Like, what did you learn? And if you go deeper and write what those things were, you'll see the pattern. And even if you just write what you learned, you'll see a pattern of what you've learned. And then take that and apply what you've learned into everything moving forward. Mm-hmm. It's so simple, but the application of it is challenging because that's when it comes into mindset.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But you know, Joy, in real truth, we're talking mindset. We're talking getting right. rid of the conditioning and going to the mindset. So you've got to take the mindset then and say, okay. So let's use, let's use, we all have relationships. We've all probably had a boyfriend or a girlfriend. We've all probably had some love something, right? That hasn't mm-hmm. gone the way we wanted it to go. Mm-hmm. And um, many of us, and I was one of them until a different, until I grew differently, was, oh my gosh, that guy was so, and I was mad at him and I was whatever with him. And then I had to ask myself, well, what did I learn in that? And what I learned is, I was a person that put the man above me. My conditioning was the man went first and then me. That was my conditioning. Now, there's nothing wrong with that if the man that you're putting first is honoring you and providing you the whatever it is that you desire at the time. Nothing wrong with that. But if they're doing counter that, then there is a problem. So what I learned is like, oh, wow, my conditioning has taught me to put others before me, particularly men. Not going to do that anymore. So when I start thinking about that and I saw what the threads were, saw them clearly, then when I started dating, I would be very conscious of how I was porting myself and I would be listening to my thoughts. So, for example, I went out with someone and I thought they were a very nice person, but characteristically, there were some things that were just off and the way that they lived was just a little bit off for me. And I, in the past, before I I asked myself the same questions I just shared with you to ask, I would have continued to date that person and tried to fix them. But in this case, because I was aware you heard me talk about self-honoring choice, which is key. Mm-hmm. I made the self-honoring choice to say, oh, wait a minute. I've done this before. I know how this story plays out. It's going to be where I'm putting him and I'm going to be giving him a lot of time and I'm going to be doing things. Oh, I have to stop this dating relationship. Mm-hmm. And I did it. And I was so pleased with myself when I did it. And then when I talked to him about it, I talked to him with so much compassion. It wasn't, oh, I don't like you. Oh, you're, it was like, I've, it's not going to work for me to date you. But there's somebody out there that really wants to date you. And I like you and I could date you, but it would not be good for me to date you. So I'm just not going to do it. It was so Mm -hmm. simple to say. Once I decided I'm making the self honoring choice, once I saw from asking the questions, you know, like who's hurt me? How did I get here? What did I learn? So it changes everything.
1: Man, I love that response, Rashawn. And thank you for not only giving us steps. So, and I love how you said step number one make a decision to take Mm -hmm. responsibility for your life, which to me also is aligned with really asking yourself, what is it that I desire? Because if you don't have the desire and if you don't want to take responsibility, that might be okay for where you are right now in your life, but then own that and then just stop there because none of these other things matter, right? But if you decide (laughs) you want to take responsibility, if you desire to... Move into this space that we're talking about. Make that decision and then begin to observe your own what's happening internally. I love how you made the connection with mindset. I was going to ask you about that and you answered it. Start paying attention to your mind, chatter, what's happening up there and then write down what did, what did I learn from this situation so that then you can begin to have your own ahas and make other decisions. Okay, I learned this. Do I want to continue in this pattern? That's another choice point, right? And then if the answer is no, rinse and repeat and move forward step by step into the person that you do want to be. And I think the only way, I agree with you, the only way to do that really is this process of starting to become more aware of ourselves. So thank you so much. You guys, I know that this blessed you because it did me. And I know that I wasn't the only one. I was like in it, Rashawn. You saw me over here taking notes. <laughs> so I want to thank you for being um, with us today on the show. You guys, I want to know what spoke to you today, as I always do. So send me a note. Write to me at livinginsideouttoday@gmail.com, at Or if you're on social media, message me. Instagram or Facebook, Joy Ross Consulting, and I'm cooking up something new, you guys. Next week, I'm going to have a special announcement, and actually, Miss Rashawn Renee is going to be a part of this new thing that I'm cooking up, so stay tuned for my announcement about that. And until next time, I'll leave you with our final tip. You guys know that around here, that's an acronym for transformation is possible. It's a step by step journey that begins with making a choice to live inside out today. And here's a little bonus acronym for you guys DIP. DIP. I am swimming in the DIP theory uh, in this season of my life. DIP stands for desire intention, and purpose. So if you pass everything, these decisions, choices we talked about, pass them through that filter. What do I desire? What's my intention? What's my purpose? You're going to be well on your way toward greater freedom, joy, and peace. And until next week, love and peace.
0: Thanks for listening to Living Inside Out today with Joy Ross. We hope today's episode has been insightful and helped open the doors in your life to the joy, fulfillment, and freedom you have been seeking. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week.